Hello, my name is Father David Nix. Today we are going to talk about the question, was Russia consecrated? Lockdown has the answer. Let's begin in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So again, what I'm calling this video is, was Russia consecrated? Lockdown has the answer. Let's start in Fatima. Most of you know the account of Fatima. Our Lady appeared to three children in 1917 in Portugal. When she appeared, she spoke of many important things for future souls, living souls, future nations, and current nations. The most important she spoke of was heaven and hell, how the issues, both political and in the church of the 20th century, would affect the lives and the eternal salvation of millions and billions of people. To give great vindication to this, 70,000 people, including many secular atheists, saw the miracle of the sun dancing. You can Google this if you're new to the Catholic Church or don't know about this. Just Google miracle of the sun. You can even see Usekulo, which was the uh, Portuguese communist newspaper, interviewed people and everybody saw this. This was probably the greatest amount of people who ever saw a miracle, except the parting of the Red Sea with Moses, and then also after that Joshua and Caleb doing the same over the River Jordan. Now remember, the resurrection is, of course, the greatest miracle. It's greater than Fatima, uh, but only 500 people saw that in 1 Corinthians 15, 6. And again, 70,000 people saw this miracle of the sun. So we better take this seriously, what happens at Fatima. Now, in 1917, Our Lady of Fatima asked three children to relate to the Pope her desire that, Pope consecrate, that the Pope consecrate Russia, specifically, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary with all the bishops of the world. Our Lady's exact words is, quote, I shall come to ask for the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart. If people attend to my requests, Russia will be converted and the world will have peace, end quote. And let me read you one more quote. Quote, if my requests are heeded, Russia will be converted and there will be peace. If not, she will spread her errors throughout the world, causing wars and persecutions of the church, end quote. Okay, so that was about 100 years ago. What are the errors of Russia? I think too often we American Catholics get really jumpy when there's something about another country and we get worried that we're going to sound either racist or nationalistic. Look, I don't think the errors of Russia has much to do with Russian orthodoxy, probably nothing. certainly has nothing to do with the Slavic people. Does it have a lot to do with Marxist communist outlook? Yes, it does. But it's not just the economic errors of Marxism. We have to realize that when Mary said the errors of Russia, she was primarily talking about a totalitarian reach where the state takes the place of God. The state takes the place of truth. The state takes the place of conscience. The state takes the place of private property. Now, I can't prove all of those to you, but we're going to look at private property as very central to what's happening in the world right now. The first thing we have to ask as we look at this request of Our Lady that one of the popes, with all of the bishops of the world, consecrate Russia specifically to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. We just have to simply say, did this happen? Well, Pope Pius XII did consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, but he didn't have all the bishops with him. Other popes later, like Pope John Paul II, consecrated the whole world, but never mentioned Russia. Now, some people say this is sufficient, I'm just going to give you the evidence without being political. I want to actually look at what Sister Lucy said. Did Sister Lucy say that this was sufficient? Um, now, 
it is true, and I'm going to read this directly from the Fatima Center. This is a page they used to have up, and it's not up for some reason anymore. I should write them and ask them if I can put them on my blog, because there's going to be people ask me for this. But in 1992, notice how much after 1917 this was. In 1992, quote, Sister Lucia was allegedly interviewed by Father Francesco Pacheco, Cardinal Antony Padillara, and Bishop Francis Michaelapa, the cleric's chauffeur, Carlos Evaristo later published an account of the interview which claimed that the consecration had been done, end quote. Okay, so in 1992, they're claiming, one of the cardinal chauffeurs claims that Sister Lucia said Russia was accurately consecrated by the Pope and all the bishops sometime between 1917 and 1992. Let's look at what happened between those two events, and then you can be the judge. Well, you can't be the judge, but you can be the judge of your own conscience on this stuff. 1946, quote, In 1946, Sister Lucia explained in an interview that the general consecration of the world of the Immaculate Heart of Mary performed by Pope Pius XII in 1942 was not satisfactory because it was not the specific consecration of Russia and all the Catholic bishops did not join the Pope. In 1952, the Pope did mention Russia in another consecration, but failed to perform the ceremony in union with all the bishops of the world. End quote. Okay, let's fast forward to 1967, and I'm just going to read you some staccato quotes through the Fatima Center. I'm not going to read you everything, but what I want you to hear is how frequently Sister Lucia doubled down, tripled down, quadrupled down, saying Russia was not actually consecrated. And after numerous visits by all these prelates and all these cardinals and basically people telling her, you better say it was done, she finally cracks by 1992. Let's just look at some of these staccato events from 1946 to 1992. And you can, again, be the judge in your own conscience if you think that she, in 1992, said it was accurately done in full consent of her will without brainwashing. Let's just see what we, she said before that. 1982, quote, For the next 15 years, Sister Lucia remained in cloistered silence while nothing was done to respond to Our Lady's message. Finally, in March of 1982, a meeting took place between Sister Lucia and the papal nuncio to Portugal. Sister Lucia took this opportunity to fully inform the nuncio of the requirements for a valid consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, end quote. Still in 1982, quote, A few months later, on the eve of a visit to Fatima by Pope John Paul II, that's the 12th of May, 1982, the Vatican newspaper, Lo Servitore Romano, published an article by Father Umberto Pasquale, a priest who had corresponded with Sister Lucia for over 40 years. Father Pasquale restated that Sister Lucia clearly told him that Our Lady of Fatima never asked for the consecration of the world, but only of Russia, end quote. Still in 1982, quote, the next day on the 13th of May, 1982, Pope John Paul II performed a consecration at Fatima. The ceremony mentioned the world, not Russia, and the world's Catholic bishops did not participate as required. Servitore Romano later reported that the Pope explained his failure to mention Russia by saying that he had, quote, tried to do everything possible in the concrete circumstances, close quote, close quote. A year later in 1989, quote, two years later in the summer of 1989, Sister Lucia received a surprising instruction from an anonymous official at the Vatican. The instruction directed that Sister Lucia and her fellow religious at the convent must now say that the consecration performed in March of 1984 satisfied the request of Our Lady of Fatima, end quote. Okay, let me give you a little bit of my own analysis here. 
So from the 1940s till 1989, Sister Lucia said Russia was not accurately consecrated by the Pope plus the bishops to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And then an anonymous official in 1989 tells her and her nuns that the 1984 consecration was sufficient and that they have to say that? Sounds like brainwashing to me. Still in 1989, quote, shortly thereafter, various typewritten notes and letters supposedly signed by Sister Lucia began to appear and circulate privately in pious journals outside of Portugal, all contained statements flatly contradicting everything Sister Lucia had said about the consecration over the previous 60 years, end quote. And then two years later, 1991, this is the last one I'm going to give you, quote, when the Pope scheduled a visit to Fatima, we're talking about Pope John Paul II, in May of 1991, Sister Lucia initially declined to attend, but was ordered to do so. Pope John Paul II granted her a private audience lasting half an hour. Afterwards, neither Sister Lucia nor the Pope made any comment in support of published claims that the consecration had been done, end quote. And let's finish with the very first quote I gave you in 1992. In the autumn of 1992, Sister Lucia was allegedly interviewed by Father Francesco Pacheco, Cardinal Antony Pariara, and Bishop Francis Michalapa. The cleric chauffeur, Carlos Evaristo, later published an account of the interview, which included the usual claims that the consecration had been done. So for 50 years, she says the consecration was not done. And then after numerous prelates, bishops, cardinals, and other people show up at her convent demanding that her and her fellow nuns say that Russia was accurately consecrated, finally she cracks and does it. Look, I can tell you, this is how things happen. I can't tell you about what has happened to me in seminary, how I was forced to apologize for the stupidest things. I don't mean sins against the sixth and ninth commandment. I mean just shattering someone's ego or something and my feet were put to the fire under obedience. Basically, we're going to kick you out if you don't apologize. And then when you're just put under this pressure to think, do, say like that, um, then you finally crack. And I regret it, uh, just as probably Sister Lucy did. I'm not comparing myself to Sister Lucia at all in holiness, but I do know how the modernist hierarchy works. That if you do not think and speak like them, they force apologies. This happened to me. It happened to me. I forced apologies until uh, they are satisfied. So I can understand why she finally cracked. After 50 years of saying Russia was not accurately consecrated by the Pope, plus all the bishops, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, as Our Lady of Fatima had asked in 1917. Okay, so remember, all of this comes back down to the eras of Russia and lockdown. What does this have to do? Well, really, my question is, was Russia accurately consecrated? Mary said if it wasn't, the eras of Russia would spread. Do we have the eras of Russia spreading? We talked about a lot of different things that could mean Marxist economics. I didn't mention some other ones, women in the workforce, contraception, abortion. All these are eras of Russia because it's the eras of Marxism, socialism, communism, where the state replaces God. It cannot be questioned. The state cannot be questioned. One of the very first things to go is private property. Now, on the 16th of October, that's only four days ago, here in the city of Denver, I'm going to read you directly from the front page of the city government, city and county of Denver right now on new demands under coronavirus. Section 2C2A, public and private gatherings for level two is hereby amended to read as follows. Public and private gatherings are limited to no more than five individuals when not otherwise regulated as a specific sector or activity in section three of this order. 
Nothing in this order prohibits the gathering of members living in the same residence. Section 2D2A, Public and Private Gatherings for Level 3, is hereby amended to read as follows. Public and private gatherings are limited to no more than five individuals when not otherwise regulated as a specific sector or activity in Section 3 of this order. Nothing in this order prohibits the gathering of members living in the same residence, end quote. Well, that's very nice of the city of Denver. Families can still stay together a little longer. I'm very happy that my condo here is not in the city of Denver. If I walk to the window right there, I can see the city of Denver right across the street. The rules are slightly different here for a little bit longer. But do you remember what I said at the beginning of this video? The errors of Russia include the loss of private property. Mary said if Russia was not consecrated to her Immaculate Heart, we would see the errors of Russia. Did you hear what I just read? No more than five people can be in a home together right now, according to the city of Denver, read directly from their website. Dave Cullen mentions that what we have right now is a case-demic. People are being tested for coronavirus all over the globe right now, but frequently, not always, frequently these tests are looking for antibodies for any of the general coronaviruses. Many of us have had these go through our system numerous times. So a lot of these tests aren't even checking for COVID-19. And this is why we have a spike in cases and a total tanking of, all, of deaths due to coronavirus. Any way you slice and dice it, very, very few people are dying of this. And yet, on seven continents, this is what's so amazing. We've never seen communism reach seven continents. We have a lockdown where personal property rights are now being sunk. I think that we have pretty good proof Russia was not consecrated at this point. What can you do in the face of all this? I'm going to give you about seven things. One, realize this isn't about the virus. Just put a little sticky on your refrigerator that says, realize this isn't about the virus. Put that up everywhere if you have to, because you're in danger of getting brainwashed by all this propaganda. Two, realize the permissive will of God has allowed these lockdowns on seven continents due to our sins. These are the errors of Russia spreading through totalitarianism, even though the genesis of these errors seems to be Americans like Gates and Fauci, maybe China, Wuhan lab, and remember, the Vatican welcomes population controllers like Jeffrey Sachs right now. So errors of Russia isn't Russia anymore. We can't blame it on Russia. We look at Our Lady saying errors of Russia, and what that means is totalitarianism, which means the government is taking away private property rights. I just read you directly from the front page of the city and county of Denver's website. Number three, don't blame heaven. Heaven told the popes to consecrate Russia, and they didn't do it. So don't be mad at Jesus and Mary. Number four, pray the rosary for a pope to do it. Pray the rosary for a pope to accurately consecrate Russia with all the bishops to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Five, fight for the truth, but realize it's the permissive will of God that things are going to get crazy. So stock up on food and anything else you need. Number six, do the right thing regardless of consequences, even if it leads your family to martyrdom. Father Gruner has a theory that perhaps Moscow had a threat to him that if you consecrate Russia specifically, who knows, maybe the patriarchs would promise they'd never come into union with the Western churches. Maybe, maybe Moscow was going to nuke Warsaw if he did this. What he should have said is, go for it. Do your worst. Mary told me to do this. I mean, think about it. I'm making this up, but what would be the worst if Moscow nuked Warsaw? 60 million martyrs, and then all of Russia becomes Catholic, right? Uh, when heaven tells us to do something, we don't come up with consequences and work backwards why we should do that. That's the moral theology heresy of consequentialism. 
I don't know what happened with Pope John Paul II, but I do know all of us Catholics these days work backwards in our moral theology. And we say, well, if I do this, this is going to happen. I don't want that to happen, so I can't be obedient to God. So while we Catholics play all these games of consequentialism and reduced culpability, evangelicals are talking about obedience to God. Guess what? We have to get back to those early Roman Empire martyrs and regardless of consequences, start to do the right thing. Uh, Number seven, understand the cross is our glory. Read a lot of St. Paul. You know, things might get pretty crazy here, um, and that's okay. God had us born in this time, and uh, the cross is the triumph. The the cross isn't our failure uh, to be, you know, um, sovereign citizens. Yeah, fight for your family. Fight to be a sovereign citizen as long as you can. But then once that day comes uh, that we all get hauled off or whatever happens, put your hands up and say, glory be to God. I'm happy I can suffer for the truth. Uh, So take care of your own. Um, You know, I think the battle lines are really well drawn at this point in the United States, in the world. To put it bluntly, you're not going to red pill anybody new. Now we have to build up the people who see this. Maybe there'll be a few people coming along to say, wait a minute, uh, property rights, personal property rights being tanked? Um, that's not what America's built on. That's not what Catholic rights are built on. A few people might be coming over uh, to the good guy side, but there's a lot of people brainwashed by the propaganda right now. And, you know, there's people, you know, who are going to say, that's not propaganda, you're a conspiracy theorist. Well, (laughs) the one thing I think left and right agree on is neither presidential candidate is going to concede a loss. I would add to that probably Biden to a fair election, Trump to an unfair election. Um, But even if I'm wrong about that, the one thing probably CNN and Fox News would agree on is the presidential candidates aren't going to concede a loss. That's a recipe for a really crazy November. So stay in sanctifying grace. You don't know the next time you're going to see a priest. Uh, you don't know the next time you're going to get to a supermarket. I would really suggest, uh, sorry to sound paranoid, but I'm going to say it, stock up on food um, and uh, water and uh, get in the habit Uh, not of falling into repeated mortal sin because you may not see a priest for a while. Get those rosaries prayed and uh, realize that heaven tried to warn us. That's the main thing I want you to hear in all this is Mary gave us a chance and we clergy disobeyed and now we're paying the price for not just the Catholic Church but the whole world. So the solution is obedience. Obedience to Mary. Obedience to Jesus. Let it begin in your family. May God bless you.